Before we dive in, I want to remind you guys, we can be heard on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor FM, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and soon to be more. What's, what's up, up? What's up? I'm Sarah, the mother. I'm Jewel, the daughter. And, and you're, you're listening, listening to What the F, F is Ladylike. Today's topic, we're going to talk about what is ladylike. Do you think you're ladylike? No, definitely not. No, no. So, People assume that I'm ladylike by my appearance, maybe. Yeah, because they're judgmental, right? They think I'm more innocent, I guess. Just by your appearance, right? Yeah. yeah. So we're going to talk about what ladylike is and if we even fall into that category. I really don't even feel like we do. We're about to find out. We're about to find out. Because who knows? We could be ladylike and we're just assuming we're not. No, no. I don't think we are. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we'll find out. Well, welcome to our show. Let's find out what, what is ladylike. So why don't you, why don't you tell us what ladylike is, Joel? All right. From the World Wide Web, the definition of ladylike is... Ladylike is a behavior considered appropriate for a well-mannered female. Examples. Crossing your legs gently at, a, at the ankles in a proper feminine way is an example of behavior that would be described as ladylike. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. I do not fall into that category. I do not cross my legs. If anything, my legs probably are held up like a guy, I guess, if we really want to go with that. <laughs> like, I hold... My posture is not the best posture. No, no, no. So what what else is it ladylike? Well-bred. Now, let's back that up. What the heck is well-bred? Is that, that's that like a dog? Maybe I mean, if you're if I mean, saying you're raised right, but honestly, it doesn't have to be that because... So there's some people that are raised by some people and I'm like, they're still the nicest people I know. You know what I mean? And they're not well-bred, right? No, they're no. not well-bred. <laughs> nope. Well-bred. I just... It oh all depends gosh. on the individual, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess, you know, you are kind of ladylike because your appearance is is ladylike. See, I feel like they think I'm ladylike until my, I start speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I have a little scenario that I found... And it says, it's like this. Laura is very ladylike and elegant, but also very er acrobatic and agile. Acrobatic. Back that up. Back that up. What? Acrobatic? Like flex. I think flexible. Flexible. Mm -hmm. Maybe. Mm -hmm. Okay. Go ahead. All right. So there is a. Defiant art to making sure your tattoo is as ladylike as oh, you are. Oh, stop it off. What? But picking the right artist won't necessarily ensure you get the feminine look you seek in a tattoo. How How does 
How does one tattooer versus tattoo artist make one feminine or not? I don't know because I have them all over the place. And you've gotten them done by female and male. Yep. So I don't know how one male person would make it look less feminine than what a female would make it look like. Are you searching for another podcast to listen to besides What the F is Lady Like? Well, you're in luck. Go check out Coffee and Bong Hits with Jesse. Give it a listen. I got to tell you a story. <laughs> I have been, ever since I was 15, I've worked in like a male dominant like uh industry Mm -hmm. so i mean i started working when i was 15 and it was in a press place Mm -hmm. and i i mean i was the only female at that time working in there and i was like sweating away like a dog trying to like uh uh get this job done and I would cuss and swear. And I could say, tell this story now because, you know, this person's passed away. So, you know, I'm good. I'm mm-hmm. good to go. Um, but um, he would tell me, you curse more than a sailor. You need to be a little bit more ladylike. So apparently I'm not ladylike. And I knew that when I was 15. <laughs> well, <laughs> Hey, and lately for me, supposedly I say too many manly words. So I say dude. Yep. Well, you got that from me. I say bro. Mm-hmm. I say very, I, I don't know. That's just the way I am. And you can't stop me. Well, I mean, look who raised you. <laughs> That'd be me. <laughs> I I wear boys' clothes, you know, I or men's clothing. I definitely, they have some of the best selections of clothing. Oh, back that up. You do wear boys' clothing because look at how little you are. I guess so. I can wear boys' clothes. <laughs> Let's just make this clear. I can wear boys' clothes because I can't fit into little boys' clothes. So we can, we, I can fit in them. Yeah. So actually, yes, and I do wear little boys' shoes, too, so. That's right. You rock some vans, huh? I I do. And they are currently a little more vans. I mean, I guess they are vans are gender neutral, which is nice. But um, uh, yeah, they were little kids vans. And I have little kid slippers, little kid pants. So are you going to raise your daughter to be ladylike? I'm going to raise her to do whatever she That's wants right. to do. You go, girl. Obviously, I will teach her good manners. She obviously says thank you and please and a well-mannered child is the best. But also, she's her own person. She has her own opinions. She's allowed to have them. Yeah, yeah. Regardless of how old she is. I don't think she's going to be ladylike. I mean, I've been around her. I mean, she (laughs) moved back from Spokane, I don't know how long ago. She tries and she'll (laughs) think she's some prim proper princess but hey princess is a whole different other episode i mean come on being raised with disney i mean come on not everybody's a princess (laughs) her favorite movie growing up was the nightmare before christmas and ghostbusters (laughs) that was her favorite movies yeah disney 
didn't prep me very well, like growing no, up. No, not for you. You, me, and you, I guess, had the Disney stages where we're, you know, and I watch that crap when I'm a, an adult now, and I'm like, what? They the make F? you seem like you're supposed to fit that mold. Right, right. And then you try to fit that mold, and it just doesn't. It doesn't work. It's no, like because you're we fighting against yourself from being yourself. We weren't well fed, and we weren't ladylike. You know, you don't grow up to be a little princess, a little belle. There was a struggle. I mean, a struggle is real. If you don't have, you know, I can't say this for all, but people with money. If you have money and you start with money, you mean I know you're gonna be well out. You're going to be well out. And people who don't have money, they have to struggle and figure it out. That's right. That's so right. that's and honestly, I think those are the people who really find themselves and genuinely can be who they are is people who have had to go through stuff. Yeah. And you know what? If people don't think I'm ladylike, you didn't live my life. <laughs> <laughs> so get to know me. And yeah. <laughs> I want to stop and talk to you about real-life superheroes here in Portland, Oregon. They are the Meal Exchange Program. They want to help you help others put food in starving bellies. If you operate a restaurant or a growler station and would like to participate in the program, that would be awesome. Even if you do not operate a restaurant and you still want to help, it only costs $5 to feed someone. This can all be done at MealExchange.com. That's M-E-A-L-X-C-H-A-N-G-E.com. MealExchange.com. Yeah, I mean, it was a really struggle growing up, um, you growing up, and we didn't have a lot of money. And mm-hmm. But you tried you know, your best. I did. I mean, I kind of, you know, parenting was kind of like a learn-as-you-go kind of mm-hmm. thing with me. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I was so young when I had had you guys and, you know, there is no book. I mean, there are really there's books now, but, you know, I didn't crack open a book. It, it, it was like all trial and error. <laughs> I mean, yeah, because uh, I had you to help me with my kids, but it's a whole different generation. Everything's different and it's. Some things I'll come to you and ask for, and you, you, you'll be like, I don't know. And we got to figure it out together because there's still learning curves that, I mean, think, I think we're all learning. And well, you've had to do stuff that I have never had to do. I mean, because of this pandemic and the COVID, um, I mean, your daughter started kindergarten. <laughs> Daughter started kindergarten during a pandemic. I know. It was her. She never was in preschool, so she never experienced any school experience. And so for her, she doesn't know any different. So she's excited. She's having the time of her life. She gets to see people on the computer, but she doesn't realize that you actually are supposed to attend school in person. That's right. So, um, and I don't know if she's going to be able to this coming up next year, you know, so but we'll have to wait and see and make sure everything's safe for her to go. But she just, yeah, it's a, it's it's a struggle. It I, mean, I mean, the 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 teachers are trying to do their best they can, but there's a lot of responsibility put on parents, for sure, for sure. There's a lot of that you are becoming a teacher. Yeah, and if you for the parents, moms, dads whoever have a job going through this and still teaching your kids, I give it to you because 
I fortunately get to stay at home with my kids. But anybody who has to work through this and teach their children right now, you guys are gods because I don't know how you guys are doing it. I give it to you. Well, I don't know when when you were down and I did it for, you know, one week and then another week. I mean, it's a hot mess, man. It's a hot mess. Mm -hmm. And I was I was struggling. I was like struggling. So I don't know how you do it every day. (laughs) You always just got to try and stay organized. Being yeah. organized is key because once you get out all out of organized, you're oh, you're screwed. <laughs> yeah, but you it, you don't just have you know the one that you're doing school, but you have mm-hmm. a toddler on top of you it. Got a so six year old like, and a two year old. So you know when when people come home and and you're strung out and you're still in your pajamas <laughs> and you know people are like, "What you do today?" and you're like, "You're like, oh man, I can't even begin to tell you." <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and uh, that's this a whole another topic in its own, and we can talk about stay at home moms. But stay at home moms don't get enough credit because we're told we don't work hard enough. But you stay home for a month straight, and you come back to me <laughs> with two children or more, whatever. And homeschooling. And homeschooling. Yeah, I, I gotta say that's probably another reason why you're not very ladylike. and guys i don't drink so i don't have anything take the edge off you know we've been we've been through a lot and you know over the the course of our podcasting you're going to find out a little bit more about us and the kind of shit we've gone through and what we little stories and what we have overcome and how we can help other people overcome those issues too and uh, whether you relate to it or whether you ever just need us to talk about something that you're not comfortable talking about, we'll talk about it. We don't care. So I'm Sarah. And I'm Jewel. Every single week, posted out on Thursday after the hump day, mm-hmm. but it's before the Friday. I mean, that's the perfect day, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and if you guys have any topics that you guys want us to address, just come come our way tell us and we'll definitely talk about it we're gonna work through this pandemic we're gonna help you hopefully or you'll help us i mean the biggest, we'll help each other out that's right we're out on all the social medias you let us know what you want us to talk about and we will talk about it and we definitely take constructive criticism but we don't take bullying and we don't take anything that is considered mean or rude so any advice, we definitely would love. But, um, you know, we're just new to this. We're trying it out and seeing how, you know, how things go. We want to give a special shout out to Storm Large for being the inspiration behind our name. She started singing and writing songs around the age of five. She moved to Portland, Oregon in 2002 to originally quit music and to start culinary school. But at the urging of friends, and in particular the owner of Portland Rock Club Dante's, she began singing again with a band she called The Balls. We got introduced to her when she was a contestant on Rockstar Supernova. She got eliminated and didn't win, even though we thought she should have won. We got drawn to her song, Ladylike. It is such a powerful woman empowerment anthem. If you listen, she is saying women can do just as men do, and do whatever we like, whether it be ladylike or not. 
She embodies not giving a crap of what people think. And for that, we say thank you, Storm Lodge. What the F is Ladylike is produced by us. I want to give a special shout out to Jesse Spomberg for helping us. It's really hard trying to get a podcast up off the ground. Um, I didn't even know what a RSS was. I was like, what is that something to do with? Yeah. But thank you, Jesse. From the bottom of our hearts, nothing but love for you, man. We also want to recognize uh, Brendan Ginn. He's going to be our new sound guy. Our our sound is going to improve, guys. I'm so excited about this. So stay tuned for new episodes. The quality is going to get better. Quality is going to get better. Hang in there with us, guys. We love you. Don't forget to like and subscribe.